When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. into the PHNX Suns VIP lounge for the eighth straight time. Yes. What? <laughs> and to think we were going to hit the panic button. <laughs> Oops. Weren't you going to hit the panic button? Like, well, well, like a long time ago. A long like time. eight games ago. When they were one and three. <laughs> eight games ago. Not tonight. <laughs> well, no, not tonight. No. No, but well. we had to keep it in with it. Okay, when right? it was a two-point game, right I here? consider. No, no, this is this is the Coyotes rebuild reminder. Oh, we're, okay. we're just borrowing their studio tonight. See, I can even play it. Okay. See, not a panic rebuild button. Reminder. Okay. We don't have to worry about rebuilds anymore. <laughs> Thank, Thank God. goodness. Yeah. As always, we are brought to you by our friends at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm Lindsay Smith. That's Gerald Borgay, and that's Espo. And tonight, the Phoenix Suns defeated the Houston Rockets. 119 to 94. Espo, did I did you hit that right on the nail on the head with that pick? What? I, did you get the score wrong? Oh shoot, I did. Oh, I read it wrong. <laughs> I was gonna say yes if the that score was, was what you that thought. That was from Friday's game. My bad. <laughs> oh. The Phoenix Suns <laughs> defeated the Houston Rockets 115 to 89. I missed by a few points, but you were I closest. was the closest of anybody. Mm-hmm. He was the closest. I said 22. I said 22 tonight. So. <laughs> You threw me off. I'm I was starting sorry. to do the math. Going. I'm sorry. That was I missed bad. some buckets and I don't know right now. I was like, wait, did I hit bad. it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Can we get to, I, before we go to the bar, before yeah. we enjoy what Devin Booker did, can we get the soul snatching that happened yes. out of the way Please. off the top here? Yep. Oh my God. Uh, Jacob, can you it. play? Okay, Chris Paul goes the definition of nutmeg between the legs of i'm not even gonna say his name because now he's just chris paul's bitch oh, and he no. hit the mid-range oh. jumper oh. like the guy doesn't deserve a name poor uzman garuba I, I don't, <laughs> uzman, he's chris paul's bitch that's what he what you wind up being called oh. after that happens to you he snatched his soul that on was that move. I've, I've never seen a nutmeg like that like that was a crossover normally when you see it it's like throwing a bounce pass to right, somebody else exactly. or like you're dribbling on the break and you just throw it through their legs and catch it on the other side and keep going. Like he made it, a, that was like an NBA street move that he went across over between the man's legs and then he hit the jump shot. Like We talked oh about God. like build a player <laughs> Right in yeah. the pregame, mm-hmm. that was like one of those moves you only see in like a video game. Oh, it was so bad. That guy is not going mm. to recover. You said he's nineteen. Yeah, that guy is not going to recover. I feel so bad for <laughs> him. That man, that man is, <laughs> he may be out of the league in three days. That's oh, how bad that. Oh was. I mean, God. poor guy. <laughs> Could you imagine? That's going to be the one highlight of your career that's shown all the time. Yeah. And it's because you just oh. got schooled. All you, know, right? you know how they always try to make, like, when a rookie 
gets dunked on or blocked or something, they're always like, welcome to the NBA. That was an actual welcome to that the was, NBA that moment. Was, that was welcome to the NBA. That was welcome to the NBA and goodbye yeah. from yeah. the NBA. <laughs> CP3's like, welcome and here's your one-way ticket to the G League. Oh, Enjoy. Man. Like that was God. that was sick. I've never seen that in a game. No. We were debating, is that a nutmeg? So I had to look up the definition. That yeah. is legitimately the exact definition <laughs> of a nutmeg. Well, yeah, because like Gerald said, usually it's a bounce pass to another player. So mm-hmm. Well, it's a <laughs> soccer term so usually you go through a guy's leg to yourself yeah that literally is what chris paul did mm-hmm. and it's like next level somebody suggested in in the discord a golden nutmeg that's a platinum nutmeg yeah. that's a hall of fame nutmeg <laughs> yeah that's a you've got no nuts left because you just got nutmeg <laughs> oh, kind of move no. I, I said it on the last post game show he does one to two things every game that makes me laugh out loud and, and that was one of them. oh that was definite i think we were all like <laughs> That was by far the best nutmeg I've ever seen live. It's, like not in person necessarily, but just live yeah. when it when it happened. The only way that could have been better is if then Chris Paul cocked it back and dunked on a dude. <laughs> like we've never <laughs> seen him do that. That like, would have just been really. <laughs> that like, would have that would have been very impressive for age thirty six. <laughs> but I'll take this. I want to know what was going through his head in that moment. Was he like? Oh, he was setting I feel him like up. I could do this. Oh, he was. Or setting if it him was up. just like. Like a two second, let's just do it and go. Jacob, play that again. It's watch. I know you can see him set it up, up. but I wonder how. I mean, he knows. He knows what he's He's doing the whole time too. I've got him (laughs) sideways, and I'm just gonna set this poor kid up for Uh, the most heartbreaking moment of his life. He's so mean to rookies. Like when he gets a rookie matched (laughs) on him, he takes it as an insult. That's so vicious. Taylor Swift just wrote a song about it. All right. (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) Oh no. <laughs> that's Wait. so vicious. Jo- Joe Rogan's trying to give medicine advice on how to fix it. All okay, right, that's, all right, that's we can't go we're, down that path. We can't go down that's that path. That's so vicious. <laughs> Wait, I have a question. James Lee in the chat said, "But as they say, you'd rather have horror stories than no stories. That guy will have a story to tell his grandkids." That's true. No cap or fact. Would you rather have a horror story or no stories? No stories. I don't want to be remembered for getting my That's ass school. I'm pretty good at telling stories, and I feel like every <laughs> embarrassing story I've ever had made a good story later. You just have to get past the initial trauma period where it's not fun to talk about. I mean, if there's one silver lining to this, it is that it was Chris Paul who did it to you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, his nickname is the point god. Like, if somebody was going to do this to you, you would want it to be one of the greats, and that is Chris Paul. Like, if this came from, like, somebody off the bench who did it to you, mm. or somebody who was a little <laughs> bit lower on the NBA totem pole, that yeah. would be even more embarrassing because you're like, like it, like if Raul He's not Nito, even like a top five. If Raul Nito did this to you, you wouldn't be happy about it. But Chris Paul, like all-time Hall of Fame point guard, will live with it. That was so vicious. The NBA has launched an investigation <laughs> into it. Oh my All right, God. that's how vicious that was. You spent that whole thirty seconds loading that one in the chamber. <laughs> I, I would, look, I would not want that as like the one thing my career is remembered for. Yeah, that's like, a rough one. Do, how about the French guy that nobody knows the French guy's name that the Vince Carter jumped over? They just know some French dude got embarrassed by Vince Carter. I think I do remember. Olympics. I think it's Frederick Weiss. Oh, you show up. <laughs> you would remember. You that. would remember you that. Would. You would remember that. I'm just saying. All right. Now that we have, <laughs> we'll probably come back and play that at least one more time throughout yes, this show. Will. But for right now, Espo, take us to the bar. Let's go to the bar. Mm-hmm. 
There we go, Jacob. It's booked bubbly. Devin Booker having one hell of a game. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to tip your hat and, and cheers to him. Uh, I called Armani mode early in this game. In that first quarter, uh, he looked great, had 16 in the first half, but it felt like they kind of went away from him mm-hmm. uh, in that second quarter, and that was when they kind of got in a little bit of trouble. He comes up big in the second half. If it weren't for CP3 doing what he what he did at the end of that game, this is an all Devin Booker conversation for the most part, at least offensively. Yeah, I mean, he there were moments in that first quarter where he was going toe to toe with the Rockets. I think they were tied at 16 points apiece to start the game. Yeah. Um, so he just had one of those explosive first quarters that we've seen him have so many times. He looked good and like had he like turned the afterburners on a couple times too, which is good to see because. For the start of the season, you know, the whole thing was like the Suns aren't in great shape yet. They're still working on it. It looked like he was, you know, getting back to the Devin Booker that we know. Right. Buck Dog in the chat calls him Devin Cooker. Devin Cooker. He did have it going. <laughs> I, I, look, I, anytime you get to see Book being aggressive like he was in the first half, that's that's what this team needs. That's when they're at their best, when Devin Booker's locked in like that early, mm-hmm. is hitting those mid-ranges, cutting to the hoop. Uh, and and hitting it hard, and then he's hit. He was hitting threes tonight too. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's the next level. When you get booked from deep as well, that's when you know things are going really well. I, I would have liked to see them ride that hot hand even a little bit more than they did tonight. Yeah. Well, and it's a good thing that Devin came out aggressively because at one point in time, there was a slight amount of concern. <laughs> Of what was happening in this game, considering it was the Houston Rockets that they were playing against. Um, The bench just kind of didn't really show up as much tonight Mm -hmm. as they usually do, or at least as they have in the last seven. Yeah, I mean, they had shot, they were one for 15 at halftime, the bench, and I think at one point in the third quarter, they were like one for 18. Um, they did a little bit better in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. to kind of maintain that that gap, that distance, uh, maintain those leads like Monty talks about. But it's one of those things where I don't want to get too down on the bench because like they are the ones actually working in new guys. Right. The the center that should be playing with them is starting right now with JaVale McGee. Um, so they have a lot of guys and they've had guys in and out. You know, Abdul Nader misses a game here, Landry Shamit game there. Um, it's just one of those things where some of those guys have just gotten off to rough starts. I think they'll turn it around, but tonight was one of those nights where it was like, okay, this game keeps getting a little bit closer than it should because the bench is not uh, not gelling right now. Which I guess on the flip side of things, if you were going to have an off night from your bench, tonight would be the night to have the off night because yeah. it's much easier <laughs> it's to the Rockets. still walk away with a W <laughs> versus tomorrow against the Timberwolves. Second night of back-to-back, a little bit better of a team, so mm-hmm. prob- I'll take it tonight. The problem is you wish you could have put your starters on ice in that third mm-hmm. and let the right. bench just close it out. But because the bench was so cold, Monty ran his starters well. In, I mean, it, what was it, the two-minute mark left in the game yeah. before he pulled Book and CP? That's problematic going into Minnesota tomorrow, which is a tougher test uh, than, than this Houston team, obviously. So now you've put extra mileage on on your starters you're gonna have to have the bench have a uh, have a big impact tomorrow which 
you never want to rely on that. You, yeah. you want to know your starter's got the rest. I would have rather this get a little closer in the end. And, and give and, your starters and, yeah, some more rest. And give them some more rest for yeah. sure. I, I think since that Sacramento game where Monty left the bench in too long and then put them back in with five minutes and they barely squeaked that one out, I feel like Monty's been a little bit more... Uh, hesitant to pull guys when the game's out of reach. We've seen, we saw it tonight. We saw it the last game where he probably should have pulled book CP3, Mikhail Bridges a little bit sooner than he did, but he left him in longer just to like make sure that there was no daylight for the Rockets. And I, I feel like he could have pulled the trigger on pulling them out a little bit sooner tonight. But they were still, you know, Booker played 32 minutes, Paul played 30, Bridges played 31. So they they hit the 30 minute mark, but it wasn't too terrible yeah um and and it wasn't hard pressing minutes in that fourth it was kind of like we saw with chris paul kind of toying with these guys is, <laughs> oh, is the honest truth playing with when your you food. look at i was surprised campaign for as bad as the bench looked mm-hmm. uh, you, you look down at the end of the game and campaign shoots five of ten with 13 points and four assists i was like oh, i didn't re-. it didn't mm-hmm. feel like that good of a game for campaign and, and it turns out he had a decent stat line to, to finish it out. Yeah, he, he kind of came on strong in the, that third and fourth quarter, like we were talking mm-hmm. about. The Turned bench. it around there. Yeah, they kind of did a little bit better in that stretch. But can we mention real quick, though, that Chris Paul had seven steals in yes, this game? Yes, that's where we were going to go next. <laughs> the team as a whole had 16 tonight, seven of which came from Chris Paul. That's insane. He had eight. <laughs> He snatched the man's soul. That is a steal as well. Count it, NBA. That's fair. It's a fair point. That is a fair point. I'll take it. But he looked unbelievable on on the defensive end. And you were saying that is that his second highest? It was his career high is nine. Yeah. So his career high is nine. So I'm not sure if it's his second highest, but it's got to at worst it's his third highest. Like that's insane. And to do it at age 36, this was definitely the most steals he's ever had in a game with the Suns. Um, But to do that at this age, like his hands have been really good all season, just as far as getting deflections, Mm -hmm. getting steals. Heading into this game, he was fourth in the NBA in steals per game at like 2.4, I think. So he might, might be have bumped him up a he bit. might be leading by tomorrow. We'll see. <laughs> so so he could be leading in assists and steals. And, <laughs> but some of us were like, well, you know, he looks like he might be aging a little bit because he had one one for ten game. Yeah. yeah shut up. Yeah, he's, <laughs> so, he'll be okay, I think. Yeah. By the way, Bucktag, I was nice enough to welcome you back. And then you say in the chat, love how Kaminsky intentionally played like ass so he didn't have to end up as a tattoo on Espo's white spots. <laughs> oh Go to God. bed already, all right? Oh, Go to bed, Bucktag. It's late there. Oh, shoot. I mean, I was disappointed in Frank Kaminsky. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, he had a a rough night. He was one for six tonight. He missed some easy shots that he's made the past few weeks. Listen, Frank could have 29 points, 16 (laughs) rebounds, Mm -hmm. five blocks. Mm -hmm. You name it. I'm Mm going to be disappointed if it's not 30. Because he came up one point short of Espo's new tattoo. It literally doesn't (laughs) matter what Frank does. If it's not 30 points, I'm disappointed. I have... I have ruined Frank for so many people yeah. right now. <laughs> he he can't do do great by anybody's means. See, I disagree. I think you've made it to where Frank is even easier to root for yeah, than he already was. Look, him. Frank was like me wearing shorts tonight. A bad bad idea. He was just not yeah. playing well. So. You're being too hard on yourself, Espo. All right, let all aboard the. Oh no! What, Nick? Why? Why? 
Why, Nick? Explain yourself, Nick. Nick. We're going to ban you from this chat if we hear such slander again. Explain yourself. Oh. Um, while Nick is typing his explanation, shall we look at our DraftKings of the game? Yes, we yes. should. Yes, we should. Uh, of course, it's Devin Booker. We talked about him earlier in the show, but he did finish with 26 points, 6 assists, five rebounds. He added in two steals as well Mm -hmm. into that team 16. It was just, I'm happy to see Devin play like this. Mm -hmm. And and, yeah, and like we said, most of it came in that first quarter where he kind of went off. I think he had 16 points by the end of the third or at the end of the first. Um, But it was good to see him come out because we've seen him do this in first quarters before where he just comes out and gives the Suns a lead just by virtue of his own scoring ability. So it was cool to see him do that again and just be, be firing on all cylinders. And he's, st- well, he's still not, though. He shot 9 of 23. He so started 6 of 9. Yeah. yeah, His efficiency wasn't there, and he still dropped 26. There's still, for, the, for, for Devin and for this entire team, another level. Mm-hmm. They've won eight in a row, and there's still another level that this team can go to. Mm-hmm. And that's what's so exciting about it is there's more to come. Yeah. They've only had DA during this win streak for like two of the ga- the games that yeah. they've, two of the eight. So pretty impressive. And like you were saying, like JaVale McGee, this was kind of the first night that we've seen. This was his best game by far. Yeah. Um, 19 points, 14 rebounds, three blocks. Don't go too far into JaVale. Don't go too far. JaVale is a segment that we're <laughs> oh, yes. going to get into JaVale. Okay. Yeah. But not quite yet. Before we jump into that next kind of segment, mm. Let me tell you guys about the DraftKings Sportsbook app. So if you're ready to net some free bets, right now you can bet on any NBA game this week with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. If you sign up using the code PHNX, and when you place just a $1 bet on any NBA team to score a point, you can win $100 in free bets instantly. It is that easy. It's a no-brainer. When a team scores, you score. The DraftKings Sportsbook app is an official sports betting partner of the NBA. It is safe. It is reliable. It's secure. Espo won a lot of money the other night. $432. Using the DraftKings Sportsbook app. And you guys can too. I mean, with this $100 in free bets, like... You're basically, if you're a newbie, that's like your introduction. Like you get to kind of figure out the app and like the betting things, things you like, things you don't like with free money. It's like mm-hmm. not yours at all. You're not losing out on anything. I have not put a dime of my own money into the app. I've just used the free <laughs> money that I got. I'm sitting on like 700 to, to mess with. and, and Because of the money you because, made from the free yeah, bets? Yeah, yeah. just using the free bets. So take advantage of it while they're offering it. Go in there, have some fun, and, and learn a little bit about what it's like to uh, to sports gamble. It's 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 been fun. I'll say that of it. Mm-hmm. So. And again, that code... When you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, use the code PHNX when you sign up. Because if you use that code, and like I said, you place just a $1 bet on any NBA team to score a point, you can win $100 in free bets instantly. So be sure to jump on that offer if you haven't yet. Uh, Disclaimer, that is 21 and older only, Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Before we move on, Brian in the chat keeps bringing up the white jerseys. He's talking. Uh, He's all over you, Espo. He's coming at me. 
I don't care if they go 82 and 0 in the white jerseys. <laughs> They're ugly and it doesn't matter. I do not like the white jerseys. The jersey isn't why they're winning. They're winning in spite of wearing that ugly thing. Oh, that is boy. my that is my case, all right. <laughs> I don't really mind them that much, but Gerald, get out! <laughs> you and the white jersey. Anything go. that isn't purple with this guy. No, I like I like a black jersey. I love the valley jersey. Well, the black jerseys are. Well, the black great, jerseys but... are by far the best jerseys that orange, we have. Orange, orange, you look like you're working at Home Depot. I but... hate yeah. orange jerseys. I'm sorry. They look bad. I, just, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Jacob. Um, Jacob said, everyone be nice to Espo. He tries his best. I want Shane back. Jacob sucks when he's behind the back. I like Jacob. I like you Jacob. zip it. I don't want to hear it. All right. Why am, I so, why so am angry I so now. angry? They're I eight, they've won eight in a row. Mm -hmm. And Saul's not here. I should feel real good. You I think you're... I think subconsciously you are angry so that wondering. Frank has not played well. I want my as tattoo. Well you want your tattoo. The last two games. You can yeah. just you admit me. it. Live I think on the you Loki really do want to get a tattoo of Frank Kaminsky. Maybe. Right? Maybe I've just been looking for the excuse to exactly. ink That's my exactly body. That's exactly what it is. So. That's exactly what it is. For years. <laughs> All right, let's get into JaVale McGee because he was another bright spot in tonight's game. With, we'll start with a little highlight, shall we? Mm -hmm. So JaVale with the hook shot, the sky hook there. Kareem Abdul JaVale. I don't think it requires the, the horns, but all right. And if I hear I one more it. person say anything in regards to Kareem Abdul Jabbar, I'm going to get extremely okay. angry. Do you mean Let's Kareem Abdul JaVale? Hold on. Hold, hold on. Hold on for five seconds. I would okay. mic drop if I could drop this mic. Den mom so, pulling it back in. JaVale McGee logged his first double-double of the season, his first double-double with the Suns, and his 67th career double-double. He, tonight he had 19 points, 14 re rebounds, and also three blocks. Mm -hmm. It was a really good game from JaVale McGee, which was nice to see because... There were a little bit of hiccups mm -hmm. um, in Friday's game yeah. from JaVale McGee. Yeah. He had that spectacular block at the rim. Oh, too. yeah. Oh, yeah. He, it was uh, Christian Wood, yeah. I think, that he had to recover from the weak side and block him at the rim. That was impressive. Um, team high plus 30 tonight, which is good because, you know, we've talked about how the Suns are better off playing this guy in five-minute spurts. They didn't do that tonight. Like, he played 25 minutes. He played pretty lengthy minutes, and he looked great on both ends. Um, shot nine for 12. It was just a very strong performance for him. Well, and he came out of the gates, and I think the first seven minutes didn't have a foul. So that gives Monty yeah. the, the <laughs> confidence and, right. and the comfort level to mm -hmm. leave him in there, where I believe the other night he had like three mm -hmm. in the first uh, handful of minutes that he played. So if Monty, if he can limit the fouls, Monty's going to give him a little bit more room to play. And that's what we saw tonight mm -hmm. early in this game in particular, that, that they just let him get in a rhythm because he wasn't making bad mistakes on the defensive end. And you know what's funny is he didn't foul a lot early on, and I think that helped him get in his groove. But guess how many fouls he still finished with? <laughs> five. He still got to five. Yeah, I, it, it boggles amazing. the mind. I, it, hey, uh, he, hey, if you got him, use him, okay? Yeah, that's, that's his true. motto. The Mark, if you got him, use him. The Mark West mentality, <laughs> right? You know, just use him if you got him, like, like you're saying. But, hey, you know, in a night where Frank, and you, everybody knows I love Frank. He looked like ass on the defensive end. Yeah, that is it. That's an analytics term, I believe. Uh, to, you know, but he he just was getting taken to task by the athletic bigs uh, that Houston has. Javale shined because he could meet that athleticism and did it in a smart way. So mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. We got a question in the chat about uh, would people want JaVale to start over DA at some point? No. Mm-hmm. No, we're not there yet. We're probably never, never going to be there. Well, I don't. Who, okay, that hurts my head. <laughs> yeah, we can like, have a small conversation about this. I don't want to go off the rails here, but there has been a lot of chatter on just all around like is this making the sun's question you know da's contributions is it all that kind of stuff like how do you guys feel about that well tonight was a prime example houston had a very athletic has a very athletic front court mm-hmm. at times you saw them exploit that in the first half especially when frank was on the court mm-hmm. deandre ayton dramatically changes the way this team plays defense. He anchors that that paint, and you don't see that kind of stuff happen. And even in this eight-game win streak, we've seen uh, stretches where teams are taking advantage of the paint because you don't have DA. And, and I just it's an oversimplification if you look at it and go, oh, well, they're 8-0 without him. They don't need him. No, you, mm-hmm. you guys made this point when we were talking prior and i'm sure to make it again but mm-hmm. you know like this this is this is the first you know 15 games right. of the season this isn't the stretch run this no. isn't when when things get tighter that's when da and is going to be the best it also hasn't been the hardest no. eight games that we are going to have this season no no like that like they played the rockets um the grizzlies are a decent team and that was just one of their best outings of the season but like the Blazers are not going to be a fantastic playoff team. The Kings are still the Kings in my eyes until they prove me wrong. They played the Rockets before that. They played the Pelicans, who have like one or two wins to their name. Like the competition they're playing right now is helping them get into this groove that we're seeing. We don't want to understate, you know, this team is coming together and they still have other levels that they can hit. But like if you're going to be missing DA, this is the stretch where you want mm-hmm. to be missing yeah. him. Give right. guys like JaVale and Frank Kaminsky minutes and confidence. It's in the playoffs where you're going to need DA because those guys can be exploited on the defensive end. Like in the playoffs, you target your mismatches. Like we saw it with the Nuggets and MPJ last year. The Suns were ruthless in targeting him. JaVale and Frank Kaminsky, that's when their minutes are not going to be effective if they're having to play as much as they are right now. Well, and who's the best center that they played in that stretch and injured Steven Adams? Uh, probably Jonas Valanciunas, I would say. Yeah, I, I guess that's fair, but still not, we're not talking the elite of the elite, no. elite with big men like tomorrow and Monday in Minnesota mm. could be if DA doesn't play a game where you really see, you know, how much you, how, miss, how much you miss him down low. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we got a question about DA is coming back, right? You like, we talked about this on the pregame show in case you missed it. Long story short, we're not convinced we're not buying into the conspiracy theories because like the Suns haven't had any practice time. Like it's been yeah. game, day off, game, day off, game, game, day off. So when you are not able to participate in five on five, that's usually kind of the barometer for whether mm-hmm. you're ready to return from injury. The Suns just haven't had time for that. Right. Whether because either they've taken the full day off to just rest mm-hmm. or typically in those game practice game practice game situations they don't really go as hard in practice so the likelihood that they actually did any five-on-five action is probably very slim and i'd imagine you'd want it to want him to come back at home so you have your own training training area your facilities so uh, so you can after that first game make sure you know there's no lingering side effects from playing Mm. again so all right so now that we've 
handled that conversation. Yes. <laughs> Can we go back to JaVale McGee? We? Because yeah. we have a tweet of the night <laughs> that we, we need to have a discussion about. Oh, here we go. So um, <laughs> Gerald tweeted out, I can't read that. God, my eyes are bad. Kareem Abdul JaVale. Yes. <laughs> nine minutes. Okay. That, that was when I saw it on my timeline. It was nine minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Then eight minutes. Espo said... Let's slow down on the JaVale Kareem talk. <laughs> Sincerely, analytics. Was Espo subtweeting you? He was subtweeting Eddie Johnson. But I did he low-key? <laughs> no. He did add Eddie Johnson, yeah. but was he yeah. also <laughs> subtweeting you and just no. hiding Shots it? Shots fired. I, I can tell you this. I did not see the Kareem Abdul-JaVale tweet. <laughs> I was just making fun of our good friend Eddie Johnson for even making the Kareem comparison. And then somebody, after I tweeted it, goes, what's funny is the Rockets broadcast is doing the same thing. <laughs> so what I really think is going on here is a bunch of people that aren't overly creative went with some low-hanging fruit, and that's did, what happened. Did you just, just say just I'm not overly Gerald? creative? Yeah, did just you just call him mo- not creative? <laughs> was the most creative of the bunch. I'll give him that. I was the best of the lowest hanging fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Gerald, how does that make you feel? I feel hurt, but, you know, it's okay. I I feel like it was a skyhook, so of course anyone who sees a skyhook is going to compare it to Kareem. You were just making... Okay, I was, I was tongue in cheek. You were tongue in cheek. <laughs> Eddie was like going all in. Uh, like, I know he was faking it, but it was like, oh, hey, Kareem. I'm like, come on. It's still JaVale McGee. Like, like Kareem's like, if Kareem hears that, he's going to pick a fight with Eddie Johnson. Like, you know, it's going to, it's going to look like him and, uh, and Bruce Lee fighting. You know, it's going to. Anyways, JaVale the Walmart Kareem. There we go. Thank you, man. There we go. That yes, oh. he is the Walmart Kareem. All right. Oh man. How, no, because okay, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, <laughs> the, the greatest center in in NBA history. Yeah. The Walmart version, really good center. All right. Yeah. I mean that's fair. Okay, I'll give you that one. Yeah. I'll give you that one. That had to be our tweet of the night though, because when I saw that, I immediately <laughs> just started laughing out loud because that was. And they were back to back, just like I didn't even, we didn't have to Photoshop one on top of each other. That's how they showed up on my timeline, which made it even funnier. That just means Lindsay doesn't follow a lot of people, I think. <laughs> well, no. I have a son's Twitter list oh. that has like a solid amount of son's okay. Twitter in let's, there. Let's let's test this. Was I on that list before we worked together? Yeah. Okay. I, Gerald was on that list too before we were. I'm pretty sure. Gerald is a, oh, is a worthy follow. I, I just make <laughs> stupid jokes. So. Yeah, but I, I mean, that's half the fun but of you've got the, Twitter. You've got the super follow button though, so. Yeah, because it's stupid. <laughs> I have never sent a super tweet or whatever they're called, you know, so. Oh, oh, oh yeah. thank you guys for playing along with me. I was trying to stir the pot a little bit more than that. I was kind of like, you know. <laughs> oh, I guess Larry, I needed That maybe... was like a PHNX, like, is this you? Like. <laughs> uh, Oh, Larry, Larry in the chat says Eddie Johnson was making reference to Kareem because he thinks the NBA should utilize the skyhook more. Why do I feel like that was a mm, yes, but you don't get what he was saying? <laughs> I mean, they did. They did Sorry, on the. Larry. To be fair to Larry on the broadcast, they did have like a two-minute discussion about why players don't use the skyhook, and it's like. Because they don't, because it's not a, it's not an effective shot unless you're Kareem. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, no, nobody was, nobody except Kareem has ever really effectively used that. It's yeah. like the underhand free throw. Rick Barry was the only guy that effectively used that. <laughs> nobody else is rocking it. All right. Yeah. 
All right, so we had a, a comment in the chat earlier that I want to come back to. So Golden Boy said, was really expecting Cam Johnson to explode this season, dot, mm -hmm. dot, dot. So far, such a huge disappointment. And we were actually talking about this during tonight's game. Mm -hmm. um, so you guys want to share what we kind of came up with as to maybe a reason why Cam is struggling a little bit this season? Yeah, I, I think he's just not making shots, and I feel like he is talking to the guy, listening to him talk. He's a very intelligent dude. like, And I yeah. think in some respects, that can be a detriment. Like It can be something where you get in your own head and you think you overthink. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if you're just one of those guys that like doesn't give a damn and like doesn't care, irrational confidence type Jamie. guys. <laughs> JaVale. Oh, poor JaVale. <laughs> but like irrational confidence type guys, they will shoot the lights out some games because they just don't care about the ramifications if they miss, you know? A very short memory. And can't yeah, and Cam Johnson is one of those guys that thinks about all of this and thinks about these things. He knows that he's in a shooting slump. So he might just be overthinking it. It might be one of those things where he needs to see the ball go through the net a couple times. And in his defense, over the last three games, he's been better. Like right. Against the Blazers, two for four from three. Against the Grizzlies, three for six. Tonight he was two for six, so not as great. But like, it's going in the right direction now, at least. And Go ahead. I was just going to say, I think he needs a big dunk or something. Mm -hmm. One of those moments. A confidence booster. That, yeah, that just he can get hyped about and and get away from the the thinking about it too much and just kind of feel like he's in that in that groove again get back to what we saw in the playoffs because i was right there uh with everybody thinking that this was going to be the breakout year because we saw such a step from the first part of the season to the bubble and then the bubble the last season mm -hmm. i thought this was the year where we went that's the leader of that bench unit that's the guy that's going to really carry it. And part of me wonders is Landry Shamit, who's getting shots and JaVale when he's actually playing with the bench unit. The fact that there are guys more willing to shoot on that bench than in previous years uh, or over the last two years, has that kind of taken cam campaign or excuse me, Cam Johnson a little bit out of his rhythm. It might be that. I think that's part of it for sure. But I also think just the inconsistency with who's in that unit hasn't helped. Like JaVale was with that unit. Now he's starting. Landry yeah. Shamit missed a couple games. Abdul Nader missed a couple games. Yeah. Campaign being out. Yeah. Like him, the two cams, their connection mm -hmm. in the second unit is a big part of his success. So, Well, I mean, we talked about that. Like you mentioned that earlier in the show, just talking about the bench Mm -hmm. struggles tonight like yeah there's so much going on with that second unit still and they're the unit that is mixing in new players mm -hmm. so that's the unit that has to figure each other out still yeah and here's the thing espo to your point like <clears throat> cam johnson still can be that guy who oh, yeah. takes that big jump this year mm -hmm. we're only a handful of Two hand, couple handfuls of games yeah. into this. It's like, how many are there? Twelve. A 12? scoop and a handful. <laughs> a handful and a scoop um, into the season. <clears throat> Jeez. So the opportunity is still there, and I'm sure he'll figure it out. It's like, uh, who? Where was it in the chat? James Lee said his shot is falling, but I feel like he's learned a thing or two from Mikel about cutting, and his defense is still solid. His shot will go down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I definitely. It's not like he's like garbage no yeah. unless chris paul stole his soul by not making him in practice oh, i think he can still it. bounce back that or or we were the jinx because we did interview him in in the preseason so don't put that bad well, juju out there hey you know it, it, i don't want none of that yeah, we'll have to get more players <clears> just to see you know 
<laughs> if we ask everybody, eh, well, you know, it happens. <laughs> we just got to rotate quickly. Yeah. Rotate quickly. Get Jalen Smith in there as a Maybe palate cleanser like every like now and then. Once you interview a guy, it transfers to that guy. So we could save Cam season mm-hmm. by interviewing somebody else. Right. We get Jalen Smith in there as a palate cleanser every every now and then. <laughs> but then he'd become like a superstar. We're working the reverse with Jalen, right? We're, we'll build him up. It's perfect. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> We're here to help, Lindsay. We're here to help. <laughs> Lindsay's like, Poor I'm not guy. touching that one. <laughs> I just feel a little bad. Oh, yeah. It's it's rough. It, it's rough because, like, if DA's out and Jalen Smith is still not getting minutes on a night where Kaminsky goes, like, one for six, it's against the Rockets. It's probably yeah. not going to happen. We, we did see what he did the other night. So yeah, uh, it's it is rough. what it is. It's rough. <laughs> All right, guys, before we about round out the show, is there anything else that you would like to talk about? Mm, not really. That play was so vicious. Let's play, no, let's play it one more time. Let's play it one more time. Oh, that Chris one Paul. One more time. Oh, Nutmeg was play, insane. That play was so vicious that Saul Bookman had to go home. He couldn't even handle it. That was nuts. I just... Oh, I'm really glad he kid. made that shot because if he had missed it, that would have made this so <laughs> <Yeah>. sad. <laughs> nope, still would have been amazing. I, still, I mean, it would have, but it's so much better that he made it. Oh, yeah. That's that's an all-timer from an all-time great. I, I like, can't... I got nothing else to say you, about it. You can't... Posterized seems like such a... Mm-hmm antiquated term now right like is it top shotted because then he got top shotted because that's yeah. worth that's worth it or gift you could be gift or gift mm. as you like to say even yeah. though you're wrong yeah uh gerald like, <laughs> i mean because that that's definitely you got gift right there like, <laughs> oh yeah people are gonna remember that moment Yes, absolutely. Also, did I see earlier that Jacob was volunteering us for shots? He was. <laughs> he absolutely was. Did, did we hit the number? I chose to yeah. ignore it intentionally. Oh, Gerald, you can I'll, take a shot. I'll, I'm I'll good. Do a shot. <laughs> How long Wait, has well, he been here, though? Not, Who knows? Not that long. It's alcohol. It doesn't go bad. We've only been here two months. So I guess that's true. Less than two months. <laughs> but I'm, I, maybe my question should have been: What was the source of this fireball? Because I, depending on where it comes it's from, fi- it was ASU. It's fireball. It was sealed. You're it's, fine. It's gonna mm. be. Rough also, it's alcohol. It kills yeah, everything. Yes, anyway. that's true. Cheers. Oh, that, Suns by twenty six. Oh, God, that reminds <laughs> me of college and not in a good. I've way. had. Oh, that's so not cinnamony. I forgot that oh. this is like cough syrup. It's, basically, it's like mouthwash and that. With extra alcohol. Oh, God, I can't believe you're chugging fireball. Ugh, right that sounds awful. I'm going to get sick. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Yeah, you know, I think Top Shot would probably be the best way to describe it because you can't really, like, posterize because there's a photo mm. of that. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh. And you can't really do that with this because it diminishes, like... Ooh. It's not you don't get the no. whole picture from it. No, I want I want a, a, a special NFT of that. That's a you know, like that's burns. What you mean. Yeah, of course it burns. It's fireball. <laughs> well, it's hard to drink it out of this little tiny nozzle. Yeah, because there's no like yeah. <laughs> there's no like air mm-hmm. to. Ugh. Everyone's cheering you on in the chat. Way ugh. to go, Gerald! <laughs> Thanks, guys. Oh. One of these I... days I'll do a quad shot, but <laughs> oh my god, not in this, <laughs> not of this. You have to get him an Uber home after that one. Yeah, that's going to have to be. <laughs> that's going to be. <laughs> Gerald slept at the studio. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll zoom you in from home and you can, uh, you can do it from there. Perfect. We'll a special Gerald's at home so you can get drunk. Again. Exactly. Yes. Oh. So the last thing I'll um, talk about here is Robert asked in the chat, okay, but seriously, when are we having a giant ass real life watch party? 
sometime. Good question, soon. Robert. I promise yes. you, we will. We we actually may do a virtual one here in the next week or so where we all can can watch together. But we will do in, a watch in party life. in person, maybe even down at the Ainsworth or something. We'll uh, we'll do that. Yes, uh, and we'll make sure to oh, have no. some fun. I think we've officially reached. We got a, a spam new- we, in we, the chat. We've made it, which means we probably reached a special <laughs> level yes, of uh, of number of live viewers. Oh. So congratulations to the chat. You guys did it. We got yeah. spammed. Gerald does one shot on the show, and we get spammed for. Who'd have thought that's all it was gonna take? <laughs> Just gets risque. Oh boy. But yes, it is in the works. We're trying to figure out all the logistics, all the details. But stay tuned. We'll let you guys know as soon as we have. All of the information ironed out. Um, thank you for tuning in and joining us in the PHNX Suns VIP Lounge. We'll be right back here tomorrow at 530. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, 530 with a pregame show, 6 mm-hmm. p.m. tip off. And as always, again, after the game ends, come back and join us for a little postgame action. Maybe Hopefully. Gerald will drink the second fireball. <laughs> Who knows? Nine in a row. If the Suns win by 30, I'll drink the second one. That's too high. 25. 20, fine. Okay. On a second night of back to back, if they win by <laughs> that 20. That's so easy, Gerald. I know. If they win by one, I will. Yeah. If they win. If they lose, I'll chug a fireball. It looks pretty good. I'm not very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> good thing you don't set the odds for, for no, draft kings. No. No. Yeah, you'd be like, uh, we could change it if you'd like to bet more money. I mean, if you don't like that, we could totally. Uh, <laughs> no, Gerald, I'm just giving you a hard time. I appreciate that about you. Um, Gentlemen, thank you for joining. As always, guys, thank you guys for joining. And be sure to check out gophnx.com. Gerald writes some great content that you can get over there. Uh, Think about becoming a member because members get the best deals of them all. Don't think about it. Just do. I mean, that's true. Like Gerald with Fireball. Just do. Yeah, just just do it. Just do it. Uh, right now, for members, all of our PHNX Suns t-shirts are buy one, get one free. So it's a perfect time to become a member because you get a free t-shirt for becoming a member. And then if you are a member, you also get the buy one, get one free. So you can literally get almost every single PHNX Suns t-shirt we have right now mm-hmm. for the price of it's, one and a membership. Yeah, it's yep. buy- Buy one, get two free, basically, if you become a member and then take advantage of it. Absolutely. Deal of the week. Yeah. Deal of a lifetime. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was... And with that, I'm Lindsay Smith. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. That's Gerald Bourget. You can follow him on Twitter at Gerald Bourget. And that's Espo. You can follow him on Twitter at Espo. Ahoy hoy. <laughs>